Welcome to the Script Bits podcast for Thursday, September 22nd, 2022. Our bit today is taken from Psalm 118, verse 24, which says, This is the day which the Lord hath made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. And then it was Thursday, the penultimate day of the work week, with many of us anxiously and hopefully looking forward to that last day tomorrow. But please remember Jesus' wise advice when he says, Take therefore no thought for the morrow. That means do not worry about tomorrow, for the morrow shall take thought for things of itself. Sufficient unto the day is the evil or trouble thereof. And we all know that comes from Matthew 6.34. And that's the overwhelming truth, my people. We need to look after, to concentrate on today, which is all we have right now. Tomorrow will look after itself. We don't know if we'll even be around to see tomorrow. So why spend so much time concentrating on it? eh? Instead, let's do as the psalmist so wisely proclaimed. This is the day which the Lord hath made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. And that's wisdom in spades. Today is what we have, so let's enjoy it. Otherwise, we are wasting God's precious time and blessings, especially the new mercies and compassions that he's prepared new for us this special day. Yes, my brethren, every day we spend on this planet Earth is a special day which the Lord made so that we can enjoy it and do his will. And that's why he blesses us anew every day. Jesus said it very clearly. I am come that day that his flock, his followers, might have life, and that they might have it more abundantly. And we know that comes from John 10, 10b. Now, how can we enjoy a more abundant life if we're always thinking of tomorrow? and not focusing on today as we ought to. eh? That's defeating Jesus' very plan for our lives. And I like how James admonishes his readers, and consequently us, on the subject of tomorrow. In describing unchristian conduct, he writes, Go to now, or come now, ye that say, today or tomorrow, we will go into such a city and continue there a year and buy and sell and get gain or make a profit. Whereas ye know not what shall be on the morrow. For what is your life? It is even a vapor that appeared for a little time and then vanish it away. For that ye ought to say, if the Lord will, we shall live and do this or that. But now ye rejoice in your boastings, that's boasting your arrogance, and all such rejoicing is evil. Therefore, to him that knoweth to do good, and doeth it not, to him it is sin. And that comes from James 4, 13 to 17. Oh, my people, James covers a whole lot in those few verses. So let's see what the scholars have to say on them. 
and read verses 13 to 14, they say, this one is a fool, for he thinks he knows something that he doesn't. He presumes he has the resources to control his destiny. And they give us two references there. The first one of Proverbs 27, 1 and Luke 12, 13 to 21. And those scriptures are excellent references of our unfortunate concentration on tomorrow. In the verse from Proverbs, Cousin Saul does declare very forcefully, Boast not thyself of tomorrow, for thou knowest not what a day may bring forth. And that's Proverbs 27.1. Meanwhile, the passage from Luke is where Jesus tells the parable of the rich fool who had so much that he had no room to store it. So, in his wisdom, decides to tear down everything and build anew that he might have space to store all his wealth and then take things easy. As he says, eat, drink, and be merry. But in his frail and finite wisdom, he missed one important thing. He did not factor in God's will. Consequently, when God came along, he said to him, Thou fool, this night thy soul shall be required of thee. Then whose shall those things be which thou hast provided? So is he that layeth up treasure for himself and is not rich toward God. And that comes from Luke 12, 20 to 21. Yes, friends, we are in a partnership with Almighty God and partners are supposed to talk with and cooperate with each other. That means we cannot make plans without including God. And going back to the verses from James, the scholars tell us that in verse 15, read this or that. This verse teaches that God does have something for Christians to do and that they should plan accordingly. And James only condemns elaborate planning that omits God. And they give us a reference there of Proverbs 16.9. No, since I delight in spoon feeding us, here's that verse from Proverbs. It says, a man's heart devised plans, sorry, a man's heart devised or plans his way, but the Lord directed his steps. Yes, my people, our God is indeed sovereign over our scheming and planning. So it's his will that usually wins out. And moving back once more to James, we discover that in verse 17, to do good here requires including God in one's plans. Omitting God is not merely bad planning, it is sin. And you know, that's not rocket science, but simple common sense. If you know the right thing to do, and don't do it, then you're wrong, and it can therefore be construed as sin. And Jesus, in his telling of the parable of the unfaithful servant, which you can find in Luke 12, 41 to 48, he says as much there. And that servant, which knew his Lord or master's will, and prepared not himself, neither did according to his will, shall be beaten with many stripes. But he that knew not and did commit things worthy of stripes shall be beaten with few stripes. 
For unto whomsoever much is given, of him much shall be required. And to whom men have committed much, of him they will ask the more. And that comes from Luke 12, 47 to 48. Oh, friends, right there, Jesus is indirectly talking about us. Servants bear great responsibility to their masters. And if Jesus is our Lord and Savior, we, as his followers or his servants, also bear a huge responsibility to him and his will. We need to remember that at all times. Yes, life is good, is better with Jesus than with anybody else. But that good life doesn't come gratis or free. There is indeed a price to pay, a responsibility to be shouldered. And if we don't shoulder our responsibilities, then there are consequences to be suffered for our irresponsibility. But you know what? Our God is so good that he doesn't just send us out to do his bidding without the necessary tools to accomplish it. That's why we've been endowed with what we call our Thursday blessings. Those are tools to perform his awesome will. So let's activate them right now by declaring. Believe I spell declaring wrong, can't spell it right three days in a row. So anyway, let's declare those Thursday blessings right now so we can activate them. All together now, in strong and sincere voice, I declare that I am blessed with God's supernatural wisdom and receive clear direction for my life. I declare today that I am blessed with creativity, courage, talent, and abundance. I am blessed with a strong will, self-control, and self-discipline. I am blessed with a great family, good friends, good health, faith, favor, and fulfillment. I'm blessed with success, supernatural strength, promotion, and divine protection. I'm blessed with a compassionate heart and a positive outlook on life. I declare that any curse or negative word that's ever been spoken over me is broken right now in the name of Jesus. I declare that everything I put my hands to will prosper and succeed. I declare it today and every day. Amen. And now, friends, having activated those marvelous blessings, let's go out now and put them to use in Jesus' name, now, as is our bounden duty. Much love. And the postscript for today says, Can you imagine the mountain of sins? And we believers pile up each day by knowing the good and right things to do and not doing them. Yes, my friends, just think about that now. Think about your own sins, the things that you know that are right to do and you don't do every day. And when you put all we believers together, just imagine the mountain of sins that piles up every day because we are irresponsible and whatever. So please, let's get ourselves together. Now. Let's get out there, be wise, and live for Jesus. Live sincerely for him. Not just talk, but by faith and words and action. And we pray that in his mighty name. Amen. Please have a blessed day, my people.
Much love. Thank you.